Magic dip? Yo, that's a good look. Fuck it, I'm gonna dip too. Thank you guys. <laughs> look, we gave you so many suggestions on what you could have done. Yeah, Jorge. but I don't want to take Wait, your first, 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 let's run that back. Thank you very yeah, much. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I think our tagline for the show should just be bad intros and long and even, outros. And even worse uh, outros. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> I mean, it was it's be- it was better than the first attempt. Like you I had you much. had ideas. I did, but do. I wanted to see what you could do. Can even I'll give you I'll give you points for originality yeah. though. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael, disappointed. Oh look. All right, yeah. Um, okay, so welcome everybody. Welcome to uh, welcome to Wilmington, Delaware. Basically, basically, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> we are stationed in New York, but all of our fans out there, us in our soul. We are Wilmington, Wilmington Delaware. Delaware. Yeah, sure, sure. So for all of you out in Wilmington, Delaware listening to us, and the one man in Wilmington, Delaware, who actually been does listen to us, tuning in for uh, only two minutes and 23 seconds today. Wow. Just for us. Just for us. Just for us. We feel special. Recommend. We should make a trip. Yeah. No. We'll, we'll, drive, we'll drive up to, to, server to Delaware. <laughs> Radio effects. Oh, man. That's our guy. That's our guy. That's, That's our, our guy. guy. All right. So. A lot of stuff happened in the NBA this week. That's Ooh. like that's pretty much all of our news. Season it, ended. It's the se- end of the season. It is. Host season is a, is upon us tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great it's games. Weekend time. It is. Uh, oh, by the way, I forgot to say, uh, Friday, April twelfth. Uh, got the got the original gang out the here. The original crew. The original gang. Yeah. The original crew. Uh, with your hosts Cole Oxy. Don oh, Jacob. What is your name? What is your name? Uh, I, I paid him to give me introductions. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to take my money back. <laughs> right. and, and the one and only Jacob Decker. Thank you. All right. Much. Thank you. Thank you. God. <laughs> um, all right. On this beautiful Friday, April 12th in the PM, Wilmington, Delaware, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Magic Johnson just left. Oh, he really did though. Like he literally like didn't tell anyone, not even his closest friends was just like, it's time. Mm-hmm. Everybody come here. Impromptu press conference. Was it a press conference? Yeah, it was. Oh, it okay. was. Uh, and it, it was almost, I feel like it's almost poetic at how like he, <laughs> in like a flash, he became the, the, the general manager. Yeah. Like we didn't really see him Pre- becoming president gen- of basketball. Operations. We didn't, we didn't see him becoming the president of basketball operations. Yeah. Him and Rob Palenka. we that, nope. We weren't expecting that three years ago and, or There's, four years There ago. was no buildup. Yeah. No. Um, and then with the blink of an eye, he's gone. Mm-hmm. He's happy though. Yeah. He did say, he said he, he, he left cause he, he wasn't, you know, having fun anymore. He wanted but, to get back to having fun. But I also heard like he was never there. Really? That's what the word around the league has been. Mm. Um, you know, and Rob Palenka, the, the general manager would make it known that magic wasn't always there and he didn't feel like magic was taking his job seriously. He'd yeah. be like, Hey, where's magic? How come magic's not here? Um, you know, saying mm-hmm. stuff like all the time, just so that every, like he, like he'd go in there saying that stuff so that everyone knew that magic wasn't there and that magic wasn't coming in on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So it seemed like he wasn't like fully committed to the job. Yeah. yeah. He basically just. Came in, signed LeBron, was like, peace, did my job, and then sort of ruined it a little bit with the Anthony Davis stuff, but it's not here or there. Yeah, well, the, signing. The, the thing is that, like, I think a lot of people look at this opportunity that he took, and you know what? He really Phil Jacksoned it. He really <laughs> Phil Jacksoned it. Not yeah. as hard. Well, I'd beg to differ. Really? Yeah, I think he did the exact same as Phil Jackson, because, you know, Phil Jackson did one good thing. He got us Porzingis. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty nice and for a potentially bit. a good thing in trying to trade him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even though I don't think that was of course that wasn't the right decision, but yeah. yeah. Um and then you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Magic did his one good thing and he got LeBron. The only thing I can say in favor of Magic other than Phil Jackson, one, Magic had a year or what, two? Two what years. What do you mean? For Magic like as president yeah, he, had, of he had two years. What do you mean two years? He's been in for three. Has he really? Has he? Yeah, three it's years. Been, it's okay. been three or four. Phil has had four or five was like four or five correct he had he signed a five-year contract i think he was out in three or four four yeah 
I think Phil, you know, tried to impose a system on a Knicks team that didn't want to run a system, which Magic did not do. I could argue that because the system that you get when you have LeBron James on your team is that you get shooters around LeBron. And he tried to get a lot of playmakers around LeBron. I don't think that was him implementing a system. I think it's that not, was him it, poorly making a basketball team. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. But it, it causes for a problematic system that's really a really passive team. And look, the Lakers can pass. We knew that. Um, yeah. But they can't shoot. And nope. in today's NBA, that's just not going to cut it. You need to shoot. You need to is. shoot. I mean, either way, I think GD Bush just came to Magic. And Magic was like, he wanted to do it because she's Jeannie Bus, you know, they're so close, but not realizing that it's a 24 hour, three, six, five type of job. And Magic's not the type of guy who wants a job like that. He has all these different like ventures and things that he likes to do throughout the year that just a president of op- basketball operations just can't do. I, I absolutely agree. Um, yeah, no, Magic wants to be on his yacht. He wants to go, yeah. he wants to go have fun and stuff like that. That's, that's what he said. Um, he wasn't having fun anymore. That's why tech, I don't want to be here. It's a shame. And, I, and I guess when you're a Magic Johnson, you can do that. But then you just like, because of this tenure and because you, it makes you look on Magic's failures and how mm-hmm. he doesn't resonate well with failure. Because um, even as a head coach of the Lakers for what, 10 games? Was it and, Lakers? And then he quit. Yeah, he was a head coach yeah. of the Lakers for 10 games, I think. And he quit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now a couple of years as the president of basketball operations and he quit. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I just, I just think it's a really bad look for Magic Johnson. Um, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think he's going to get another job in the NBA. I don't think he wants another job in the NBA. Yeah, I, but I don't think he's going to get a job in um, television either. So I don't think he's going to be a broadcaster. He wasn't particularly great. He got fired from CBS, I believe, and then went to ESPN. So he wants to be like a mentor there. to other great athletes, and he should do, do that. Like he charitable be, and you know, yeah, and be like a business things. guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that. Absolutely. If you're helping LeBron with business, by all means do that. But if you want to get back and do stuff with basketball, it doesn't seem to be his forte now that he is not playing anymore. Ah, Great player, you know, but he's got Twitter. (laughs) Twitter. (laughs) That was the first thing he said. He's like, I'm glad to be able to tweet whatever I want now. (laughs) Mm. I guess. Uh, But sticking with the Lakers, Luke Wallen. Luke Wallen's also out. He did the right thing. Which is what Magic wanted. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested in where this power struggle really came to pass you know because so was it a power struggle between magic johnson and rob palenka was it a power struggle between genie bus and genie bus wanting to keep luke and magic wanting to get rid of him i i think it's the first my theory i think it's a power struggle between magic and rob palenka i think it's the latter um well we could get I'll, i'll explain why i think this and then you tell me why you think that okay um hour to you know all the reports say that magic genie gave magic the power to fire luke if she if he so choose if Mm. he wanted to yeah but you know rob has been having problems with magic you know like like the stuff i said he's been having yeah and he he wants rob is a really intense guy and he he does seem like that he's gonna be all about it and he's trying to he's trying to fix the lakers lakers it's being spread out there that they have like they're being run so poorly right now. Their analytics system is so far behind. Their scouting system is so far behind all the other NBA franchises in the league. Chris Broussard compared them to a mom and pop shop in a league full of corporations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really accurate. Um, yeah, it is because they, they have been run very, very poorly and very family based and like yeah. hiring the people that they want to hire instead of hiring the best person for the job you know you give it to magic johnson instead of you know david griffin somebody who could come in and with high pedigree a new up-and-coming guy so now rob Pol- had that connection with lebron exactly who you went after yeah. exactly but you know who i think is in genie bus's ear is kobe bryant really really because he's sort of locked away in his muse cage you know? yes. <laughs> his muse yeah cage. but Co- Kobe, kobe's got his his ear to the league oh for sure but Co- you think and, he's and who, so? well, who did Rob Palenka, uh, who was, who was like, Rob Palenka was the agent for Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. Mm. 
I don't know. There's a connection there. It seems a little far fetched. The Lakers. No, I, there's a connection there. I'm I'm certain of it. Now, a lot of people are saying that Kobe Bryant should come in and be the GM of the Lakers or have maybe be president of basketball operations, take over Magic's job. I don't think he wants to do that. I think he's looking at, you know, what's happened for former players. You look at your your Larry Birds, your Magic Johnsons, people that come in to um, successful NBA players that come into executive roles and they utterly fail and it ruins their image. I don't think the only Larry Bird's been fine. Larry Bird's been pretty, Larry Bird stepped solid. down for the Pacers a couple years ago. Oh, he's not he's not the Pacers. No, oh, okay. they they he stepped down a while back after they lost Paul George. He mm. stepped down. Fair enough. Um, well, he was fine I'll, until then. He was he was all right. Like they weren't winning championships or anything. And I think Larry Bird is the lesser degree. Like he mm. he did all right, but he didn't do anything great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I doubt that. Definitely not like Isaiah Thomas. I get what you're saying. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas was also awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so but I doubt that's the reason that Kobe wouldn't do it. I think he's just busy. Well, the like, thing is, but like Kobe, Kobe has Kobe is on his Kanye wave right now, <laughs> where like he he everything he wants to put out, he's like he wants everything that he does to be great, and he's mm-hmm. like, look, I've been in basketball, and everything I've done in basketball has been great. I went out scoring sixty points at Staples, yeah, in L.A. You know. And then now he's gone and he's won an Oscar for... Just because... Yeah, off the bat. The, for the I, best I, short film. Short film. Animated, animated, animated short animated film. Short he, film. He, he's Thank working you. on that. I never saw it, but good. He's, doing, he's doing his thing. And he's, um, you know, outside of basketball. And I think he wants to do that and show that he's... Show his greatness in total. And he's going to be 100% focused on that instead of you know, kind of mm-hmm. doing that while also being GM. He can have his ear to the league, but I don't think he necessarily wants to be yeah, that involved. And I think his right-hand man is going to be Rob Palenka because they're very close. Mm. So I, that's that's my theory and everything. Mm. No. And I think, you know, Kobe and Jeannie are also very close. So, yeah. I think it's simpler than that. I think that it's just it was just between Jeannie and Magic. I think Jeannie wanted Magic to succeed and Magic just couldn't live up to it and he wanted to make genie is luke is genie's guy he's not and he's not magic's guy magic was gonna fire him but he didn't want to do that to his sister and so he was like i'm not even doing that great of a job i there's no reason for me to stay here the culture is not good i don't like this environment i could be doing so many other things that i would rather be doing and so he just left he did the right thing i think that that's as simple as it is i do however agree that Rob Palenka is probably, you know, out there being like, what the hell is going on? Magic's not here. Causing some angst and, you mm-hmm. know, you know, letting his like. Uh, letting his presence be known that or lack of presence be known for Magic Johnson. Yeah. But letting his like uh, his like how upset he is about it. Oh, yeah. Vocalizing yeah, his vocalizing anger his with that. Emotions about it. Um, and, that, you know, that makes Which, a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think, I think Rob Plink is going to do everything in his, he's, he's a grinder. He's going to do everything in his possibility to grievances. That's what, that's what I was like. Oh, he's airing his grievances. Yeah. Um, I think Rob Plink is going to do everything in his power to get the Lakers back on track. And it's going to be, it's going to be clearing house. It's going to be, you know, fixing their problems internally, not necessarily with the players, but how they run as a franchise top mm-hmm. to bottom. Yeah. And that, that, that began with Luke Walton as we saw today. Did that begin? I thought he thought he stepped down. Like he like left. It was it was a mutual mutual mm. part oh, ways. So he was gonna get fired either way, probably. Yeah, probably. It seems so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's how things happen. Sorry. NBA. He'll do but, great things on the Kings. Uh yeah, that's that's on our next Kings. segue. Uh the Kings just fired Dave Yeager. Which I think is weird. I thought I saw this news as soon as it came out. Little no- I got a little notification on my phone from Bleacher yep. Report. Bleacher Report, of course. Yep. The love, place. Love, love those love those little notifications. I get <laughs> NBA buzz. I love it. Um, so yeah, shout out Bleacher Report. Uh, I was looking at my phone and I see, you know, the Kings have had such an amazing season. Yeah. You look at how Buddy Heald has developed under under um, Dave Yeager. You look at how this team has come together. That's the uh, style of offense they're running really, you know, high pace. I heard it defined as quickness over thickness. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, but I think I think he, you know, was really running the team pretty well. And what kind of happened was Vlade Divac, you know, got all the credit for drafting the guys and then 
so he got an extension mm-hmm. and then to flex his muscles and win the, the power struggle, he, you know, he wanted to get his own guy. He fired Dave and mm. he wants to get Luke now, which I I'm, I've heard that could be something else that we just don't know about. Cause you're right, Jacob, that is really weird for a team that's such a successful season. Yeah, even and then their best season in even years. if they haven't made the playoffs, they made tremendous strides. Darren Fox looks like a future all-star. all-star. Oh, yeah. He yeah. could be all-star next year or the year after yeah, that. Yeah. Buddy Heald is really coming to his own. Even Marvin Bagley is playing really mm-hmm. well for a rookie. I mean, of course he has his rookie struggles, but he's actually developing pretty well. Willie Colley Stein even is playing well. Yeah, much better than I thought he would play. Yeah, just ever, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna lie. I, I thought I thought um my personal pick, although it's not going to happen because everyone's saying that the uh, most improved player is going to be between D'Angelo Russell and Pascal Siakam. Mm-hmm. But my pick for most improved player this year would be Buddy Heald. Mm. And just the the amount of points he's been averaging since last year, how his play has improved. But nobody's going to pay attention to Sacramento. That's the sad thing about it. I mean, they might this, this mm. upcoming season. I think they're still going to continue to be an exciting team. Actually, Buddy Heald might be the only reason that I saw, at least throughout the season, that Dave Yeager might have been fired because I, there was multiple times in multiple games that uh, Dave Yeager is like hounding of Buddy Hill's like shot choices because, you know, he takes those long range shots that he can make. Mm. But Dave Yeager kept hounding him and m- multiple times it affected his uh, judgment. And he, we even like saw oh, him that, miss, one time when that one he, time where he, he missed the game winner. No, he should have taken the game winner. Yeah, three. yeah it yeah. was wide open and he passed it. Yeah, because it was a shot he previously like just made. But that wasn't the only time. So, I mean, maybe if there was more things like that happening, maybe that was the reason. But otherwise, it's I don't know, just you, really I, weird. You just got to look at this. Uh, last year on the Kings, uh, Buddy Heald scored 13.5 points per game playing 25 minutes a game. He was increased six minutes, is playing 31 minutes a game, and now is scoring 20 points per game, five rebounds, 2.5 assists. Uh, his stats are up in everything except for steals. Mm-hmm. I think... And, you know, a seven-point increase is huge. I understand Pascal Siakam, though. He's got, like, a 10-point increase in points per game. And he yeah. does everything. Yeah, he's become a really good utility player. And, you know, props to Ujiri on the Raptors for picking him up. Nobody uh, thought he was going to be good. That's good why. almost side. And then there's D'Lo, who's led the Nets into the playoffs for the first time in been six, seven years. Which is really impressive. And the thing is, I... I've been pretty vocal on how I've always liked D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. I like even after the whole scandal thing, he I always I looked at him as a player, you know, and he can ball. Yeah. Like that's just been it. Flat out. Um, and his stats have gone up this year pretty significantly. And I knew they would because, um, you know, injuries have set him back, especially last season uh, with, you know, trying to develop. But I knew that he had this ability in him and I always had, you know, I think the Lakers gave up on him way too quick, even when he was averaging like a, a de- decent numbers. Yeah. 15 points a game on the Lakers. I know he was only shooting 40% from the field, but, you know, as a second-year player, shooting or getting 15 points per game, that's pretty solid, I'd say. Yeah, it that's, was solid. It's, pretty, it's like more than they got out of Brandon Ingram. Now Brandon Ingram has the Chris Bosh health problem. So Potentially. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just like how they move forward from it and what they find out from here. Yeah, how severe it really is. Yeah, we, we don't even know if Brandon Ingram is going to be able to play again. Oof. That's that's a scary thing. And okay. that was your biggest trade asset for Anthony Davis. You know, Lakers' so, trade assets are just going to be going down. That thing with Anthony, uh, Anthony with, <laughs> with Ingram and then Lonzo Ball just can't stay on the court. Mm. Okay, well, I mean... Apparently, Jaeger's firing was, well, according to Divac, is solely because, like, of their performance this season. That doesn't make sense. He says, he says, like, they were on the verge of making the playoffs before the All-Star break. Oh, wow. But then after it, they fell off a little bit. So, I guess he wants, it, it could be a power struggle thing. I, I think so. I think where, that's yeah. a load of BS. And he's just saying that... Because, like, if you're the Kings and you have that high hopes, like, you really think you're going to be in the eighth seed? Have you looked at your team? No. I think that's bad team evaluation. I, I don't know. At one point in the season, people were like, they could totally make it. Oh, uh, yeah. They could. I, I, I was rooting for them. I, I thought they so, like, could. But the, the thing seed. is, the thing so. is, their talent doesn't... I mean, the the players on their team, their, their youth and um, their depth and overall talent just doesn't match up with the other teams that are in the Western... The, what about the AC, though? 
I think that's all. The eighth seed. Who took the eighth seed this year? Spurs. Spurs? They're not as good as the Spurs, without a doubt. I don't think so. Wait, are you sure the Spurs? I thought the Spurs were the seventh seed. I know the Spurs are the eighth seed. Who, who else could it be? Clippers. No, no Clippers, Clippers got the like six. six. Oh. Yeah, so it's the Spurs. I'm pretty sure. I don't. So then, what, Jazz are seventh? I need to take a look now. But yeah, the uh, the Kings, they had a good season. The Clippers are eight. I'm sorry. Oh, um, my bad. The Spurs are seventh. The Thunder are sixth. The Jazz are fifth. Rockets fourth. Blazers third, surprisingly. They were second last year. Um, Nuggets second. Uh, Warriors, Warriors first. Yeah. So then, Clippers are Kings. Clippers or Kings? Uh, well, that's a nine-game difference, and I think and how well that the Clippers are coached and how well yeah, a lot a lot of people thought the Clippers were going to fall out after they traded Tobias Harris, yeah, and uh, Boba. But they have a good owner that wants winning. So. Yeah, ball and right. coaches. Well, and, and great coach. And, yeah, but and who's their consultant? Jerry West. Mm-hmm. Jerry West is going to make some big moves, money moves. <laughs> Money moves. Yeah, but like if I lend it, if the owner would uh, wanted to keep the pick, I guarantee that he could have been like, "Hey, Doc, make some moves to lose nine games." <laughs> I guarantee you, he, he the owners would have totally done that to influence sure. the, how their team plays, Maybe. so that they can get whatever. Because yeah. they didn't get anything other than playoff experience this year. We're talking about the Kings or the Clippers because they the Clippers. lost a pick by making the playoffs. I mean, I think it's fine. I th- I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying. I mean, if we're comparing to the two, it's just the Kings are a funny team. The Kings owner once had this bright theory that what? Uh, you should play f- four players on defense and one guy be back just to cherry pick all the time. <laughs> and that, really? was, that was his genius theory on how to revolutionize the game of basketball. <laughs> revolutionize. Wow. And as soon as he bought the team, he talked to the GM and said that's what he wanted to do. And then I think the GM told him, no, no. you're ridiculous. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you're bad. Um, but anyway, moving on to other news. Um, the Lakers are uh, back to the Lakers. The Lakers are keeping GM Rob Palenka for the future. Yeah. So the power struggle, if there is one, has been won by Rob. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they're going to go forward accordingly. Uh, in other news, Joel Embiid Oof. is... No. Go ahead. He might not be able to play this weekend with an injury. Seems unlikely that he's going to play. Yeah. Probably won't. That seriously affects Does the it? 76ers chances. Is it, I only, think so. is it only one game? No, I think it might be the series, though. The series? No, he's not going to be out the series. He's going to be out the weekend. Oh. Yeah, okay. So even better. No, because I was going to say, I said Wolf at the beginning of that sentence, but uh, th- it's not going to make a difference. In, maybe in the end, it won't make a difference, but I think a couple of games, it might. I think this series would be longer than it needs to be because of that. Because mm-hmm. Embiid, if it's it's weird to say this for a center, but Embiid spaces the floor better than a lot of players on that team do. do. Because they have his presence down low, but he's also a good. He's a pretty good outside shooter. And who else do they have at outside shooting? JJ Tobias Redick. Harris. Tobias Harris is all right. He's, ex- he's a pretty good outside shooter. Yeah, you're right. Good. Yeah. Um, like forty one percent, like true shooting percentage. Yeah, and then, and then you have and you got Jimmy buckets, who's damn good in the clutch from anywhere. Yeah, he's more of a driver though, and so is Ben Simmons. Uh, he had at least two game winners from three-point line. I mean, yeah, he's not a bad shooter. Uh, Jimmy Butler is like a, a Kamala Anthony-esque three-point shooter. Like, they can get the job done, but they're not known for their three-point shooting. They're yeah. not remarkable three-point shooters. But either way, I think the talent difference is just too high. Like, if anything, maybe one game, maybe extra than they would have with, with Joel on the roster. But I don't, I don't I, see him I just think breaking Joel the is the heart of the team also. Yeah, I mean, like that's that, his team. That, yeah, that. We don't think of that as Ben Simmons' teams. That that's Joel and B. That'll team. never be Ben Simmons' team. Yeah. At any point, if if Jimmy resigns, then maybe at some point it will be like a power struggle between him and Joel. But that will never be Ben Simmons' team. I I completely agree with that. Mm. Actually, um, another injury news: OG Ananobi, uh is going. <laughs> is that not how you pronounce it? OG Ananobi, my Ananobi. Yes. Yeah. That sounds weird. <laughs> and Ananobi. <laughs> That's what I said. Ananobi. Okay. OG Ananobi. He's out. He's. I'd feel Boris if it was Siakam. Um. I mean, yeah, but it's OG and uh, Ananobi. And, yeah. There you go. Um. Oh, and he's out uh, with an appendectomy. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Gotta get his appendix removed. They said he might be out for a couple weeks. Yeah, there, man. I think they'll be fine. Can the Raptors. It. Yeah, the Raptors. They might really, drop a game. They're really deep though. That, that's why I think they'll be okay. Yeah, I mean they're facing the Magic, so I don't think they'll, they'll have real it's, yeah, uh, it's contention. Uh, who's that? Who's their backup center? Because they don't have Marcus oh Marcus All completely no, forgot. Marcus All's yeah, starting be now, fine. Right? Mar- yeah, Marcus All starting. So then, then Serge Ibaka. And Ibaka's off the bench. Yo, they're I'm sorry, Valachunas. They're fine. <laughs> not Valachunas. Uh, what's his name? Magic center. Hmm? Marcus Saul on the Magic. Yeah. Oh, oh, Vucevic. Vucevic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry Vucevic, but you're not going to be making that much of an impact. No, I don't think. I think Vucevic is solid enough to make an impact, uh, but like not enough, not enough to like win a series. But you know, yeah. Well, I'm still going to be the best player on the floor. Who even is on the, the Magic? The Magic is on the Magic. Aaron Gordon. Yeah, Aaron Gordon, Vucevic. Uh, I'll say Vucevic Isaac. averaged 20 points. My boy Markel Fultz. <laughs> Markel Fultz. 18. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't see that. It's a, it's unfortunate because, you know, you'd want your players to get a little more playoff experience like OG Anuobi, uh and to get, you know, in the groove, in the playoff rhythm early so mm-hmm. that they're fine for the rest of the But he'll come back and he'll be a good Yeah, yeah, I think, I think it'll be fine for the team overall. He'll be fine. I mean, they brought him back for a couple games before the season ended just to make sure that that didn't happen, that he wasn't completely out of the groove. Yeah, well, now he's sidelined again, though. So oh, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be okay. Well, into next news, we're going back to the Lakers again. <laughs> it's Laker it's Day. It's Lakers Day. It's out always here Lakers on day, the East honestly. Coast. Uh, it's a shame. Uh, well, I mean, we'll get to the Knicks in a bit. We get. To, oh, we, we are. We're going to. We're going. If you're a Knicks fan, you know exactly what they're talking about. Uh, I don't even know if they do. But okay, continue. Um, Lakers. So Lakers. The Lakers have two head coaches in mind in their coaching search. Uh, one being Tyron Lue, mm-hmm. who's boys with LeBron. The other one being Monty Williams, who I also believe has a good relationship with LeBron James. Yeah. If it's not a third party, I say Ty Lue probably has the best chances just because he knows how to coach LeBron and can actually do it. That's true, but <laughs> I, it's rare or commodity. Does, or does LeBron James know how to direct Tyron Lue? Are we just turning this into the <laughs> Lakers West? Like, if I'm the Lakers, I don't really want to do that. I mean, sorry, not the you Lakers the Cavs West, West, the Cavs West. West. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to be Cavs, Cavs West. West. More talent. Much more talent. Yeah. More not talent. when they had Kyrie. I mean, not when they had Kyrie. No. Yeah, not when they had Kyrie and Kevin Love. But like, that most recent years, Cavs but. team. Oh, yeah. Most yeah, recent. Yeah, yeah. Probably the yeah, most But I don't want to be the Cavs West. Look what happens when LeBron leaves. Uh, uh, but look, look what happens when he's there. LeBron, LeBron is like a magic tornado. All right. Yes, he's a magic tornado. Is he? Because he'll, he'll win you an incredible game. So when you finals, he'll, he'll take you to the finals sometimes. Sometimes, most of the time, doesn't make the playoffs, but most of the time, you know, uh, what eight or nine straight years of making it to the finals, incredible, right? Magic tornado. But when he leaves, it's a mess, it's destruction, it's dysfunction. Nah, look at what happened. It's only been with the Cavs, with the Heat, the Heat. I mean, D Wade stayed. I mean, they weren't as successful because Chris Bosch had this thing, but otherwise, then it would have been fine. They weren't, they. They and weren't the same. They were like, they barely they ma- barely made the playoffs in the East, which is not saying much, you know? Like, yeah, I but I don't think that's organization's dysfunction. That was just bad luck. But it also happened to the Cavs twice, I'd like to say. That's true. That's organization dysfunction, though. Like, the Cavs organization is like, it's good in like the middle, like the lower tier executives. And then you get to the owner and it's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's um, arguing with that. But I just think, we, we have to look at the Lakers, and the Lakers are dysfunctional also. Ever since Jerry Buss passed away, mm-hmm. rest in peace, Jerry Buss, doc, Dr. Jerry Buss. Dr. Jerry Buss. Um, Some speck on my name. The, <laughs> the, the, the Lakers just, they're not the same. They're dysfunctional. And Genie Buss isn't doing any better of a job than Jim Buss did. Mm-hmm. We have to look at that, and that's that's serious. Everyone was blaming Jim Buss, and he became the, the butt of everyone's jokes in the league, comparing him to Jim Dolan and stuff. But what is Genie Buss that's been any better? I mean, nothing. But they signed like LeBron. You got LeBron James. But LeBron was going to go to LA no matter what. Uh, you don't know. They could have picked Clippers. Could have picked Clippers. Probably. Maybe. No yeah. shot. No nah. shot. And he wants to expand his brand. Yeah. It's true. He said himself, you're going to come to LA. He said you LA, LA or New York. And yeah. you're trying he said, to. Peace out, New York. You're, you're, you're picking the, <laughs> the, the lesser second time. of two evils. Yeah, but we didn't think we were going to get him this time. In the lesser of two dysfunctional franchises. Mm-hmm. There. And he probably just picked the Lakers because they had more young talent. And don't have James Dolan. By the way, I mean, I think that makes Tyler the the better choice. 
not the maybe not the better choice, but the more Tyler. likely choice. Out yeah, of the two. I mean, I I hope it's Monty Williams uh, or the dark horse candidate. I, I'd really like it to be Jason Kidd. Oh, Ooh, I would love it to be Jason be cool. Kidd. I want Jason Kidd back in the league, please. I, I think so too. I think he's a good coach. Um, he's underrated. Or you know, I want to see Mark Jackson back in the league as well. Mark Jackson's cool, but yeah. I don't think Mark Jackson and LeBron would get along super duper well. Maybe not. Mark is a really tough guy, and LeBron does not like to be coached. Just, LeBron, let's see. LeBron doesn't like to be told what to do. Like, no, I think it's because understandable when you're the best player in the NBA. Yeah, LeBron's like, like IQ for basketball is so good that like it's just hard to tell him what to do when he thinks he knows what to do. Exactly, is better. Yeah, if if you're if you're you know Mark Jackson played in the NBA and he looks at Mark Jackson's NBA career and he's like, you were never nearly as good as me. <laughs> Well, Why should I be listening to you? We're not going to put words in LeBron's mouth. But yeah, that's probably some sort of thought process when it comes to trying to coach LeBron. That's why you can get somebody like Ty Lue to just be like his, like an extension of LeBron. It's mm-hmm. coach LeBron and then Ty Lue is telling everybody what LeBron's thinking. LeBron whisperer. Exactly. The LeBron whisperer. <laughs> Maybe. I, mean, uh, I, don't, I think it'd be better for Tyler to. <laughs> I think it'd be better for Tyler to make it on his own uh, on a different franchise. How well, how well did that go LeBron. with the Cavs? I think he lasted 10 days and then he got fired. That, was, that wasn't his time. fault. Yeah, he didn't give him enough time. And they had nobody on the team. No Kevin Love. He wanted to play the veterans because he made a commitment hey, they, to them. They and- had Colin Sexton and Colin Sexton like faced Minnesota with three men on Alabama. 3v5 all right so let's <laughs> let's not forget about Colin Sexton. <laughs> no but I mean that was just you know he wanted to stay true to the veterans and what he said and the owner was like nah i wanted that draft pick though and he was like i'm not gonna go back on my word and the owner was like well then get the fuck out <laughs> fair enough i mean love a guy with morals i mean uh yeah that definitely er- that does even better for his like rep yeah he's a player coach is, definitely a player coach oh well, yeah come it- in handy when he wants another job for players, but how do GMs think of it? No, for GMs too, because they want someone who's going to be able, who's going to like the to tie to, no, just to connect with the players, because you need that connection no. the most. I mean, Fizdale is a good player, but coach. you don't want someone who's going to undermine your authority. That's the thing. So, I don't think that the Lakers are going to see it that way, though. I think they're going to see that he had success with LeBron James, and with a similar sort of unit, and that. Uh, it could probably work in LA. My thing, is, though, is I think it becomes a more interesting power struggle in Los Angeles if they do hire Ty Lue, because then you have a power struggle between LeBron and Rob Polinka. Mm-hmm. And that essentially becomes a power struggle between LeBron and Kobe. Well, <laughs> let, let's just hope for no power struggles. Let's hope for some type of I don't see them the seeing eye to eye, though. I don't like, I feel like those are really the way LeBron's. Um, to to quote Phil Jackson, LeBron's posse, mm, his posse, Le- LeBron's people. Yeah, LeBron's people. Um, they're very defensive, right? And it's like if you don't a hundred percent completely agree with LeBron's wave, then they're out to attack you. Like you're a threat, you know? Okay. Uh, and they'll they'll get rid of you. They'll I mean, when you've received as much criticism as LeBron has, you probably become that way eventually. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's just what happens. I'm not putting any blame on anybody in, or anything, but you have to be able to see that through that, the power struggle between Rob Palenka, a really intense guy, who is going for a lot of power over the Lakers right now, and LeBron James could be a problem. I'll say this, though. If, if Rob Palenka, if, like, say it becomes somewhat like that or it's starting to go that way, he should recognize that and fix that because... And trade LeBron? No, no, just, rec- no, just fix fire, the relationship. Fire because you... Because you need a good relationship between the front office, the coach, and the players. You need that relationship. Ma- ma- words. Magic Johnson and uh, Luke Wallen did not have the relationship at all. And they didn't communicate enough either. At all. That's what I'm getting at. He, he, like, they'd go weeks without talking to each other. Mm-hmm. You can't have that. Yeah. So if Rob Palenka really does want to develop you know, a good franchise with the Lakers, which I assume he does since mm. he has the job, then 
he'll 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 go beyond that. Even if like say that they want to do one thing, he doesn't want to do that thing. But the thing is, how he'll work to keep the relationship in good shape. You're you're thinking if about smart. You're thinking about this, and you have to think like how how long do you want to bend to what LeBron wants to do though? Uh, because how, how much how, how much gas hmm. does LeBron have left in the tank? Yeah. They didn't years. make the playoffs in his first year. I think he signed a four-year contract. He's the, got three more years. I think no, but two more years of like contention. I think injuries is what mainly derailed. Yeah, derailed the Lakers season. Still, who knows if he's going to stay healthy in the future though? Like mm-hmm. injuries are going to be a question. As someone gets older, they don't get healthier. It's true. It's true, but this is LeBron. He's only had one major injury and that was this past season. But he's also Yeah, but human. it also coincidentally comes at a time where he's aging more. That's that's the, the thing that's the, that's the correlation sure the but two. he was like considered young <laughs> i got you from you know here to maybe his first season in the Cavs with the Cavs. now he's on the older side you know what i'm saying so I, I agree with that and then you you also look at people who come back from injuries and you know struggle with injuries and stuff like that and look kobe bryant was still putting up numbers after he came back from the achilles injury but was he the same no <laughs> no, no not at all not at all it's not bad but he, he was still he was he was still putting up numbers. He was always averaging twenty something. Yeah, it's because he got the ball all the time. He's Kobe. You, you gotta deny Kobe the ball. But I mean, it's also LeBron. You're yeah, not gonna right. deny that right. that's why you look at his twenty eight points per game or whatever this year. And it's not the same twenty eight points a game that you've gotten before. He's not getting the same impact on mm-hmm. the team that you used to. Yeah. Because look, he was injured for a bit, but he came back and they lost to they lost to Memphis and they lost to Phoenix and they lost to some of the worst teams in the NBA. The Knicks. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you can't blame that on LeBron. No, you he can't was blame still giving you the numbers. Like obviously he wasn't turning up like it was the playoffs. But he wasn't playing defense. Not. Yeah. But that's not that's nothing new with LeBron. He picks and chooses his spots now because, as you say, he is older and it's the regular season. But it's more he just needs to get to I the playoffs. I think it's more apparent up. now. Because the people looked at this Lakers team and saw that there was so much talent, right? But then when you start to lose more games than you're winning, you look at the problems that happen. So LeBron's not playing of defense became more apparent due to the lack of success they were having. So uh, I don't. I think I don't think it was solely on LeBron. I think the whole Lakers defense was bad. It was abysmal. Yeah, it was really bad. So they probably have to. If they want a good coach, it's something that they they're going to have to get focus on. Yeah, off-season. defensively focused. But um, but the thing is, if you look at Ty Lue when he was in Cleveland, they had they were always top in the league in offense, but they were like twenty eighth in the league in defense. Yeah. You could that is that not going to be your assistant, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, that's what the Rockets have done. Mm-hmm. But do we trust that to happen? I don't know. I mean, only time will tell. Only time will tell. I just I just don't think you can recreate the same formula in Cleveland in Los Angeles in part due to a stronger Western conference and in part due to LeBron's older. It's and four the, years the, older than he did this. And the personnel time. that the Lakers, uh, the Lakers have right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not very different. Though. But I mean, even if you do get a, um, what I think would be a really good piece for them to pick up is Jimmy Butler. Not mm-hmm. getting that. If you do get a Jimmy Butler, you know, a Pippen to your Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, then I mean, how it looks right now, it's like LeBron is LeBron. I guess Kuzma is sort of the Kevin Love equal. Yeah. I know you can shoot the three, get rebounds. And you need your Kyrie. But yeah, they don't have a Kyrie. They have Lonzo. They can get Bradley Beal. They have Rondo. But I want them to get Bradley Beal. Is Bradley Beal? Is he, is he a free agent? I think so. No, he's not. Oh, he's not. He has a big contract. <laughs> it's the year of the K's this year. The free agent K's. K- Kevin, Kevin. Clay. Kyrie. Clay. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with the Lakers. Speaking about Kevin and Kyrie. The Knicks. The Knicks. Oh, you knew it was coming. Look. Look, look, you want to hear something? Us in Wilmington, Delaware. We love the Knicks. You want to? Uh, hold on. Right now, we're if New you're a Knicks fan, I'd just like to clarify. Tweet us at Run It Back PC. Let me know what you guys think they're about to talk about. Yeah, right now, it's going to happen. Do Would you like to start it off, Jacob? Look, I mean, look, 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 guys, 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 guys. Patrick Ewing knows something, guys. He knows something that nobody else knows. Look, he was asked. How often does he get asked about Kyrie and KD? He says all the time. But he's but then, he, but then he could have just left it there. Could have just left it there, made, maybe made a quick little joke. You know what he said? He said, mm-hmm. there's a secret. There's a secret in the Knicks organization. Yeah, I can tell you that secret. Kevin Durant's not coming. There's a secret. <laughs> right? Hmm. And then it's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks. Look, all I'm saying is. A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. 
Oh, so that it probably has nothing to do with free agency because <laughs> you don't know that the playoffs won't be over in a couple you, weeks. You don't, you don't know it's that. Still, tampering would be in the way. Yeah. So you see, tam- well, look, look, the secret. Secret. It's probably just that he's going to be the one yeah, on draft night, probably, or the lottery. But still, but have you have you seen how disrespected the how much disrespect the Knicks throw at Patrick Ewing, like never even offering him a head coach? Oh uh, yeah, I thought that was interview. Bad. But I mean, Patrick Ewing cooking in Georgetown. Yes, you know what I'm saying. But uh, not is it Georgetown? Georgetown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Georgetown. Oh yes, yeah. that's where he was. He began his stardom. Mac McClung. But you know, it's pretty uh, good. decent, decent. Yeah. I do like Mike McClung. Um, but I, I would like to say that you know, last time you know when there was a Ewing at draft night, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it was Nick's got the first pick. That's all good. I'm saying. That's, that's all, all I'm saying. I'm saying. That's, <laughs> that's all, all we're saying. saying here. Another <laughs> thing. Okay, we shouted out Bleacher Report before. I'm gonna put my legs down. Yo, yo, did you guys hear? Did you guys hear about New York's new block king? Sh- shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut up! Okay, I was. We shouted out Bleacher Report because they're good. They're informational. They send you notifications when things are happening around the league. But they did some slander the other day. Okay? Some facts. I was scrolling through Instagram. Okay? Instagram. It's Instagram. I don't know. Right? Scrolling down and it said, the NBA has a new block king. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's right. They do have a new block king. It's Mitchell. You want to know what it said? Wanna, wanna, Excuse me? It said, and his name is Jared Allen. That's I right. Said, Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me? Jared Allen? A person who's not even top 10 blocks in the league? Right now, you want to know who's the real block king? They got one thing right about that prediction. Is that the new block king of the NBA is in New York. And that man is Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson, the blockness monster. <laughs> Mitchell Robinson. All right? Out here people, blocking three-pointers. People, people, he blocks so many three-pointers. I've never seen so many three-pointers get blocked in my life. Oh, my gosh. Okay? He's averaging like 2.4 blocks a game, only behind Miles Turner, who plays 10 more minutes than him. 10 more minutes. And you're telling me... That Jared Allen, just because he blocked LeBron's dunk, is the new block king? You're, you're crazy. You're insane, Bleacher Report. I, I want no more Mitchell Robinson slander. I need some more Mitchell Robinson appreciation posts, Bleacher Report. Thank you very much. My God. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. It's just because Jared Allen blocked LeBron. 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 That's literally yeah. the only reason. But you know somebody in New York that blocked Somebody else that's don't you huge. dare say. Oh, you want to oh know who God. has blocked LeBron James? <laughs> Stop. Say it. Say it, Cole. Mario Hazonia. The crazy ball. They I, last time I checked, they don't see Mario Hazonia as the new block king. Yeah, but it was, he should be. <laughs> the thing was, uh, Jared Allen became one of like nine people to block LeBron dunk. Mario's uh, blocked his shot. This, this is what I'm gonna say. This is what I'm gonna say. Finals game seven, three seconds on the clock. Okay. Who do you want taking that shot? LeBron James or Mario Hazonia? I want Mario Hazonia. He got he got younger legs. <laughs> younger legs. He gets up. He gets up. He gets up. But yeah, uh, Mitchell Robinson's the new NBA dunk king. Don't get it twisted, all listeners. Don't get it twisted. It's Mitchell Robinson, the blockness monster. What is Jared Allen's nickname? The guy with the fro. That's all it is. Blockness monster. That's that's badass. Is that real? Did you just coin it's that real. right now? It's real. It sounds like you just coined it right now. More, more people say Mitchell Robinson, but it's the blockness monster. All right. I'm with it's it. It's the blockness monster. Cue the music, boys. Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm just telling you. He plays 20 minutes a game, averages two, almost three blocks a game. It's crazy. That's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. He had 25 games where he had two, two or more blocks. It's insane. As a rookie. Yeah, no. Great. He has a, sure. a tremendous upside. Watch him a lot. Okay, that's, that's my Knicks rant. Also, also would like to say... This man, this man's coming up. He's been on Bleacher Report articles also before. I was looking at it the other day, and it's mm-hmm. dropped out of Western Kentucky. Oh, they didn't allow him in the G League. Oh, what does he do? What does he do? Gets drafted in the NBA. Gets drafted in the second round. Second round. Second round. Second Disrespected. Round. Like Disrespected. High school raw talent. Raw. And then his second in the NBA in blocks, only twenty minutes per game. Boom. He has more block shots than miss shots. Facts. <laughs> he has made no other shot. people miss more shots than he has missed himself. He takes no shots. Facts. You're talking about he takes shots. He's taking three jump shots this year. <laughs> three. How many has Ben Simmons taken? <laughs> uh, I think it's one. 
Well, I'm, I'm talking with just straight jump shots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he's, Who's yeah. a better three-point shooter, Boban Marjanovic or Ben Simmons? <laughs> Ooh. I guess technically Boban. 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 He's made one. <laughs> he has. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my true. Lord. Mitchell That's Robinson true. only dunks, That's which is great. It's great. He, he gets he mad lobs. He gets develop. mad lobs. He, he dunks. He blocks. He gets a lot of rebounds. His rebounding game has, has gone well. But yeah, he is the, he is the NBA's block king. Mark my words. It's coming out. Are you boys ready? I'm ready. Yo. Oh my. Mm. Go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go New York, go. All right, that that was our next segment. Thank you, everybody. Right. <laughs> if you made it through that. Oh man. Playoff picture? Oh, the playoff picture. Playoff picture is yeah. gonna the be the playoffs are gonna be exciting, guys. You guys wanna start with the east or the west? Uh, let's pick. start with the east. I, like I the think east. that's the more exciting of the two. The east to the west. The east of the west. What's the first right, matchup? The first one we're gonna look at is oh you asked Jorge. You, yeah. Jorge, you, Jorge, you got it up. Yeah, Jorge. Yeah, we got it. You'd be all right. We wanna start at the top or the bottom. You do you you do whatever, right, I'll do whatever you think. Whatever. All right, let's start with uh let's get over it quick. You know, Toronto Magic. Toronto Magic, I see Magic losing in five games. I can see them taking one. Clean sweep. Um, Bring out the brooms. Bring out the broom. I mean, Kawhi I Leonard's that. about to murder some Disney characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with Cole. Yeah, I, it should be a sweep. Look, should I mean, be. It should, should be. be a sweep. But you know, I think you know, just barring injury. Slow. We're talking about Kawhi Leonard. Look, we never know how Kawhi, not Kawhi Leonard. Nah. Kawhi Leonard always plays well in the NBA, but we never know how Kyle Lowry yeah, is going to do. I think the key piece there is Kyle Lowry. If he see yeah. this. If Kyle Lowry plays well, that's great. But he might need a couple games. That's what I'm saying. He might need a couple games to get his rhythm going. So I'm thinking maybe one game he just has an off night. The offense isn't really flowing. And somehow Aaron Gordon drops 35. You know, <laughs> Kiwi, the boring guy, Leonard, <laughs> with the New Balance shoes. He's a fun guy. I'm a, I'm a He's going to put that team on his back mm-hmm. and sweep. He's You're never had to put him on his back. What do you mean? He's never maybe one game this season. Oh, okay. Yeah. He hasn't had to put him on his <laughs> no, back. No, but I'm saying I'm saying it doesn't matter if Kyle, Kyle Lowry is performing poorly, they're gonna sweep. Probably probably. That's what I'm but I, I see the magic, you know. They're 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 fighters. What, what do you say, Jorge? Uh, you said you said I sweep. I said sweep, but I mean, James almost convinced me that she they could five. lose one game. Because I, I say that Kawhi, even if they like if they're losing, I don't think Kawhi's gonna turn up in the first round. Like no, even if they need him to to win a game, I don't think he will because they won't need him to win the entire series. Mm-hmm. All right, next up. Uh, Nets, Sixers. Uh, that one could be interesting. Uh, Joel and beat out for the weekend. I'll say six in five. I'm going to go Sixers and six. Ooh. Ooh. Six, six. Uh, no, I think Sixers and five. Without Joel and beat, I can see the Nets sneaking in a win. One yeah. win. I don't think anything else, though. The Nets have some talent on their team. Oh, yeah. They're, they're decent. They do. but uh, And I also, you know, see how... The Sixers struggle in the playoffs, and I see how Ben Simmons struggles in the playoffs. So mm, I'm going Sixers and true. Six. But then now they have Tobias Harris and, and Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. That's they why have, they have a lot of playoff experience. That, that's why they're going to win the series. But Sixers and Six. Mm-hmm. I say Sixers and Five. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks versus Pistons. Sweet. Bring out the brooms. Sweet. Oh my lord. Sorry, Blake. Yeah. Never seen such a great janitorial staff. I hope Blake Griffin <laughs> gets dunked on by Giannis. <laughs> you think Blake? I, I, it's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a Greek festival. Oh yeah. You don't really there. like Blake Griffin. Do Why do you, you not? like Blake? Yeah. Right. He's overrated. He just thinks he is overrated. overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I mean, people don't like Blake anymore. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say he's like one of the most overrated players right now. But yeah. I mean, like, I mean, five previous. six years ago, most overrated player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, got I got you. I see what you mean. But yeah, Bucks. Bucks and I think it's pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. Four. Yeah. Post rose. It's going to be a Greek festival. Hope you're ready for Greek <laughs> Easter. Because it's coming. It's coming. All right. Uh, probably the most exciting matchup in the East of uh, Celtics Pacers. See, look, I've been going back and forth between the Celtics and the Pacers. The Celtics don't have Marcus Smart. That's oh, man, a key we piece. We don't. And he's, he's, a, so he's a good pivotable. defensive player. He's a, he's good a great defensive I think he, he brings like tenacity. Oh. But it's not and that grit. he's just a good defensive player. He is like the key to our defense. I think, uh, yeah, 
Yes, he is the leader of our defense. That's true. He, that's true. That's true. When he is out there doing everything he can, everyone else does everything they can. Mm-hmm. When he's not out there doing everything he can, everyone else is just like, give me the ball on one shot. <laughs> and yeah, the, the Pacers have been playing really well. I think this is a seven-game series. Oh. But I think that the talent on the Celtics will pull it out because they have Kyrie Irving. I mean, I think that you just got to look at this Pacers team. Mm-hmm. You you really got to look. And I know Oladipo's out and he's not going to, he, he's been out for a long time, but you still have Bogdan, Bogdan, or Bojan Bogdanovich. Yes. I'm sorry. Bogdan is on the he's playing Kings really well. or something else. Bogdan? Bogdan Kings. Bogdanovich. Kings. He's on the Kings. Yeah. Bojan Bogdanovich. He's playing really well on the Pacers. Yeah. And then you got to look at the quality minutes that Domantas Sabonis <laughs> is putting in. He's leading the team in rebounds per game, yep. and he doesn't even start. I think he has the record for efficiency. Yeah, he, he is of the Pacers. He's a great six man. His his mm-hmm. uh, his per thirty six minute stats unbelievable. Yeah, they have the NBA block leader Miles Turner, and they also have a solid shooting guard to replace Oladipo. He's no Oladipo, but Wesley Matthews is also solid. Yeah. With that being said, Celtics in five. Celtics in five. Yep. Really. Yep. I'll say this. I, I I'll I'll do a little caveat because this is my team. I'll say. Celtics in five if we're off to a good start. Like, mm-hmm. not just getting wins, like actually if playing you, good basketball. If you win, you think... Like, not just getting wins, because I think we can win and play bad basketball. But actually playing good basketball and getting wins? Celtics in five. I think this series will be determined by the first game. I, I first agree. or two games. Yeah. If we lose one of those games, then I, th- I say Celtics in six. I, I think the Celtics are going to flip a switch in the playoffs. Mm. We, th- we've seen that NBA teams can do this, yeah. and the Celtics just have the most talent. They have the most talent in the East. Cole, they uh, should win. The most Cole, talent? We came into this, we came no, into this, act, uh, this NBA season thinking that the Boston Celtics were going to be the number one seed, and I think we're finally going to see them play like a number one seed in the playoffs. Cole, I'm sorry. I would love to agree with you. <laughs> I am a Celtics fan since the age of five or whatever. Whenever I was given a jersey. I don't remember. But... <laughs> I can't. I really can't. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So much chemistry issues the entire season. We're sure. not going to turn it up. We might be pretty good, but we're not going to be anywhere near as good as we should be. Mm-hmm. I've seen NBA teams flip a switch in the playoffs. I think Kyrie. Uh, sorry. I think I've seen Ky- or Kyrie has done it on the Cavaliers, yep. and I think Kyrie seeing LeBron take a team flip a switch like that. He's going to do it with the Celtics. It's going to carry over. Pemdas. All right, on to the West. <laughs> All right, West. Start with oh, all these good matchups. Well, let's let's get it off with the easy one. Uh, Golden State versus Clippers. Warriors in five. Five. Interesting. Five. You really like Doc Rivers, don't you? Five. Yeah. Five. I like him too. Five. Yeah, I think uh, I think Doc Rivers will be able to sneak one in there. Warriors in four. That's about it. <laughs> uh, I like Doc, so I'm uh, I'm gonna give it to him. Warriors in five. Yeah. A gentleman's sweep. Lou Williams is gonna, you know, he's just gonna drop a casual forty-point game one day. They're gonna somehow win. They need to pick up Jamal Crawford. Bada bing, bada boom. You know what I'm saying? Easy money. Jamal Crawford dropped fifty-one in the last game of the season. We didn't even talk about that. I was talking about. I was talking to Horry about this. Grayson Allen dropped forty. Somehow in hell, Grayson Allen dropped forty on the Clippers. I didn't even see that. Crazy. Last last game of the seasons were. Fucking fire. Really weird. Yeah. Okay, let's, yeah. let's go Grayson Allen. But okay, let's move All on right. to the next game. Speaking next of Grayson up. Allen. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, speaking of Grayson Allen, Rockets, Jazz. Rockets Rock. in five. I agree, Rockets in five. <laughs> <laughs> really had to think about that one. Yeah, no, I, Rockets, they have a talent. Could be five I, have, I have them coming out of the West this year. Um, I really believe in the Rockets this year. I say six. I don't believe in them as much. Six, really? I think. I feel like Jazz has good defense and Rockets can collapse more easily than most teams maybe but i think the rockets are like a little they just give me a different feeling this year because they they're healthy at the moment this is this is the year but that chris paul stays healthy chris paul chris paul do they have clink capella back yet (laughs) clink capella back who knows but is this a better feeling than last year or worse i think it's a better feeling really wow that's weird uh they they did have a good feeling coming out of last year, but that then Chris Paul got injured. Yeah, and they were doing really well against the against the Warriors and took them to seven games. I think I think if you look on paper, this team actually has more talent than the team last year. I know you lost Trevor Ariza, but mm-hmm. you got Iman Shumpert and you got Kenneth Fareed, and I think those are quality bench players that you yeah. didn't have last year. Kenneth Fareed is last uh, year they only went seven bigger. eight deep. Mm-hmm. Now they can go maybe nine deep, maybe. So I think that's going to be really beneficial to their team and it's going to be helpful in the playoffs. I think something good to know is though, will they go 90? Because D'Antoni is known for running very short rotations. Yeah, that's true. I 
they probably won't go nine deep in the playoffs. It'd be nice to see that. But I just they might in the early rounds, but not against Warriors. Harden can continue this hot streak that thirty six points a game. Uh, numbers we haven't seen since Kobe. I'm calling it right now. We might see a drop off third round. Conference finals. I mean, maybe if they make but it that this far. this round right here, I think the Jazz can sneak in a win, but the Rockets, you know, they're right. gonna come out. So you saying Rockets in five? Rockets in five? Yeah, yeah. Right. I say Rockets in five. Uh, Nuggets, Spurs, Nuggets in six. Only because the Nuggets have slowed down a bit. Nuggets have slowed and down the, a bit. And Greg Popovich is a great coach. So uh, Nuggets have slowed down a bit. Uh, and they haven't been really playing like one of the top teams in the West that their record has proven. To be fair, the last couple of games were a tactical slowdown to get good seating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the Spurs in six. Whoa. Oh, I, Spurs in six. I think, I think the Spurs can do it. I know they have the playoff pedigree. Mm-hmm. Um, True. But... I, and I don't think Denver does. I know Mike Malone's a great coach, and he's been doing amazing things for the Nuggets. Coach of the year. I I think Budenholzer has that, but had the most talented. I think Greg Popovich. This the playoffs are Greg Popovich's game, and I know mm-hmm. he hasn't had the most talented team in a while. But even without Kawhi last year, they were able to do work in the playoffs, and if, now they have, you know, they they have a, a pretty good squad. If Lamarcus Aldridge steps his game up, they they could probably. They 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 could possibly get the thing is I I don't think they can go to Denver game seven Denver has a great home arena yeah I don't think they can go to Denver game seven and win that but Mm -hmm. I think the Spurs can take it in six if they have they're up on their home court Mm -hmm. I'd love to agree with you Cole because I think Great Popovich is great and this might be his final year in coaching but Denver in six Mm -hmm. I I I think they they they've played great this season and it's not going to stop all right Mm. what's the next lastly lastly Portland Trailblazers versus OKC. This could be really now exciting. I like this series. This is going to be I like it real good. Is CJ McCollum back? He is, right? Yes. yes. I'm taking the Thunder. But Nurkic is not back. In... Nurkic is not coming back for like maybe next, not, maybe after next season. Yeah. Taking the Thunder in six. Two. This can only happen if Russell Westbrook can shoot. And if Paul George plays to the level that everyone thinks he can. Mm-hmm. But other than that, They'll probably not win. If those things don't happen. But yeah, I'll say Thunder and six. That's my prediction. I think this is going to be a really funny matchup because these are the two teams that underachieve the most in the playoffs. Yeah. That's, that's what cracks me up. So I'm going to be like, so <laughs> that, it's it's really interesting to see who's going to do worse. Mm-hmm. I think the Blazers choke harder than the Thunder do. So Do the Blazers choke harder yeah. than Russell Westbrook does? That's the question. I they think, were second seed and got swept by the Pelicans. <laughs> it got me there. <laughs> That's the only reason. Like, I keep on looking back at that series, and I just don't think they're any better. They lost Nurkic, so was, Nurkic was injured last year, though. I thought too. No, he was there. He was, yeah, he was too. I'm pretty sure he was there. Who was injured when they got swept, though? Someone, right? Someone. Uh, it could have been Nurkic. No, nah, I don't think. But even so, that reinforces my point. Was Dame? No, Dame was. No, nah, Dame was just double teamed, so he's taken out. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think McCollum was out last year against mm, the maybe. Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I, I think without Nurkic, it's really hard to root, uh, not root for, but pick uh, the Trailblazers over OKC. I am so torn on this matchup, but I think it's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day. Um, what are you saying? Make a decision. <laughs> I'm, I am it. making a decision. At the end of the day, you, what do you have? You had Thunder and Six? Thunder and Six. At the end of the day, I think that it's going to come down to seven. Mm-hmm. And if it comes down to seven, I'm taking Portland because they're at home. They got home. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking Portland and seven and it's going to be an ugly, ugly series of really bad basketball between the two. I think, I think so. I think Russell really Westbrook bad? is going to chuck up a bunch of shots and he's going to, wow. miss. Gonna be, I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be excitingly bad. I'm going to watch that game on Sunday. The f- game one. It's going to mm. be good. I'm going to watch all the games. It's going to be good. I think because the thing is, yes, Nurkic is out, but you don't have to see. He's a big piece, and they don't he, really have he's, a bench. He's a big piece, but he's a big piece defensively, and I don't think even defensively you really have to worry about Stephen Adams that bad. Oh, mm. that's where you're wrong. Stephen Adams can he, drop twenty and twenty on you if you let him. It's like Ennis Cantor, but even beefier. Yeah, but we have Ennis Cantor on the on the except, on the Blazers. Except Stephen Adams, oh Blazers, <laughs> Ennis Cantor versus Stephen <laughs> Adams. That's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, that is gonna be fun, but Stephen Adams wins. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, Steven Adams is the better player, but what I'm saying is, 
It's because Ennis can't I, play defense. I, I've got Portland in seven because I don't trust Oklahoma City right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see Oklahoma City go through. I also but, root for the Blazers because they got family in Oregon. But yeah, that's it. Gotcha. Guys, I'll take OKC in six, but I think they could cut it down to five if they play well because I think that you can really take Dame out of the equation. Like you mm-hmm. double team Dame, you really don't have to worry about their bench. Oklahoma is pr- pretty damn deep. Yeah. Like they, w- when they're on the defense, they're one of the best defensive team in the leagues. They can they can get out of the series in five if they really I, were I, on their. I'd also like to add before we leave that um, Damian Lillard is big time clutch. Yeah. So if it goes to game seven, I'm taking Damian that Lillard. That shot on the, Rockets. the playoffs. No, no, I, that shot on the Rockets in the playoffs. Yeah, oh, I man. saw it. It's to advance in. What was it? Was it game five or something like that? No, I think that was a game seven situation. Yeah. I just keep thinking of last year when they, he was just completely like. I well, mean, he, he had Drew Holiday on him. Yeah, Drew Holiday. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. And like Russell Westbrook is good at defense. Good enough. I mean, he's decent. Yeah, but he can really he's like not Drew Holiday on defense. No. Yeah. No. So I think Damian Lillard is going to be free a lot more. Right. And with McCollum back, I think that's going to be an interesting backcourt to go against Russell and uh, Russell and Paul George. Mm-hmm. I'll say OKC in five or six. Mm-hmm. All right. I got Portland in seven. Anyway, um, so for all of you in Wilmington, Delaware, thank you so much for listening. This is Run It Back. That's the show. Uh, if you would like to message us, call us, DM me on Instagram. Um, <laughs> at Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, we're at Run It Back PC. Uh, please tune in to the next show. Please do. Please do. We're, here we're at Back PC on, love you on Instagram, on Twitter, on everything. Check us out on all your streaming platforms. Send us to your friends. Send us to your parents. Send us to your grandparents. Dogs. Uh, send it to your kids. Yeah. Uncles. Wherever we're in anywhere. Yeah, for where you are and how you are, always use the verb of star. Always do it. Always do it, man. For us at Running Back. This, <laughs> That's this, it. This is Home Skizzles signing off. Home Skizzles. Wow. wow. See you guys. I guess. Good night.